Hi, I'm Charmaine Williams, Associate Professor and Associate Dean Academic for the University of Toronto Factor in Wintosh Faculty of Social Work. Welcome to Profiles in Social Work. This podcast series is produced by our faculty and alumni association. In 2014, the Factor in Wintosh Faculty of Social Work is celebrating 100 years of contributing to social work practice and education. You can find out more about us by visiting us online at www.socialwork.utoronto.ca. We're glad you could join us today. The series Profiles in Social Work highlights how social workers are making a positive difference in our communities by presenting stories of how social work graduates are using their degrees. We hope you will enjoy this series, especially if you are thinking about a career in social work or interested in hearing about what social workers do. My name is Gabriela Gatiello, and I graduated from the University of Toronto Factor in Wintosh Faculty of Social Work in 2009. So I was doing political science, mostly theory, and I felt a bit distanced from working with people. Like I'm originally from Argentina, and I went back after I graduated from university. And I became interested in social work through some work that I was doing with a human rights organization there who was involved in impoverished communities on the outskirts of Buenos Aires. Many of them were human rights activists, some of them were social workers who had been working in these communities for many years. These communities were particularly affected after the economic and social crisis in Argentina at that time. They were doing a lot of creative work, educating communities, letting them know about their rights, doing micro-enterprise work, trying to advocate for them. I wanted to do something more practical and hands-on, and I thought it would be really neat to take some of these ideas and some of the work that we're doing back to Canada and to work with communities here. What really drew me to social work was the social justice piece, but in this environment, a lot of the focus is also on counseling and the mental health piece, and I, I had never been exposed to that, so I learned a lot in my two years here. It was challenging, but I really enjoyed it, and also just meeting students with a variety of interests and learning different areas where social work could be applied, like the merging of social justice and counseling that seemed really exciting to me and meeting professors that were doing that, students that were interested in applying those skills in different ways, that was really interesting for me. In terms of classes, I took a mental health class working with family and children. I remember the prof really made a point to bring examples of working with diverse communities, refugees, newcomers, which is what I was interested in and applying those skills with that type of population. And then also I took a lot of community development classes, bridging the social work skills with community development, which is what I ultimately wanted to do when I graduated. I really learned a lot through the student placements. You learn many skills here, but you have to also learn to apply them in a culturally different context. So many of the people that I was working with during my placements were refugees that were coming from all over the world, from many countries that were in conflict, and they don't see counseling the same way. So it was interesting to try to adapt the skills that I learned here in that cultural environment. And I had a really excellent supervisor, actually. So I learned a lot in terms of how to use the basis of what I learned here, but kind of make them my own. So I work with survivors of torture and war. 
The organization, their mandate is to help survivors of torture and war integrate in Canada, help them in the rehabilitation process and raise awareness about the effects of torture and war on the community and on families and on society in general. My main role is to provide counseling to survivors of torture and war that might be facing systemic barriers or personal crisis related to trauma or migration and settlement stress. Many of them have this idea that when they come to Canada, everything will be great and they'll be able to find a job right away and they'll be able to bring their family here right away, be happy and all the problems will be resolved and they'll feel safe and they'll have an immigration status right away and it doesn't work that way. Many of them struggle with chronic unemployment because their credentials are not recognized or because they didn't have a chance to have an education in their country, so their level of education is very low and they have to go back to school here, but they can't go back to school because they don't speak the language, so first they have to worry about learning English, and at the same time they have to worry about feeding their families, and many of them are worrying about family back home still facing danger, so it can seem really overwhelming when they first arrive. But we try to connect them with different services and programs that will help integrate them here in Canada and make their settlement experience that much easier. They might have been victims of violence. Many women might have been a victim of rape, been separated from their families because of war. The mother might have had to flee and leave her children behind and come here on her own. Even though, you know, she might have been an educated woman, had gone to university, doesn't speak English, finds herself in Canada, is a refugee. She would have had to have assistance finding, for example, a lawyer to assist her with her refugee claim. She would need assistance finding housing, applying for social assistance, translation and interpretation every time she goes to an appointment or goes to see the doctor or meets with her social worker, assistance finding a school so that she can learn English, mental health counseling because she's dealing with the trauma of being a witness to atrocities in her country of origin, or she might be struggling with the idea of going to see a counselor because problems are sorted out in her family at home or with the community. So many stresses of being in a different environment, loss of identity, loss of traditions, culture, language. So the idea is to, as a counselor, to try to assist them with whatever it is that they need. Many people sometimes assume as a survivor of torture and war, oh my God, they must be suffering from post-traumatic stress. We have to work on the mental health piece first. But actually, as soon as people come into the country, if we have contact with them within the first few months, the needs that we're taking care of are the basic needs. House, food, safety, security. Once those needs are taken care of, then we can start working more on the mental health we go with whatever it is that they want to work on. We never impose our ideas on them. For some people it might be, I need some legal assistance. Can you connect me with a lawyer? Or can you connect me with a medical provider? I need to find a job. Or maybe I was a social worker in my country and what are the steps that I need to take to get my license? We work with people with very complex issues post-traumatic stress and they might be coping with it in very unhealthy ways, for example, problems with addictions or sometimes there's violence in the home or the stresses and the trauma that they suffered back home and the stresses of resettlement which can be re-traumatizing in itself. Sometimes we'll work with people who have been in Canada for 20 years and then there might be an event or something that might re-trigger their trauma and they'll come back to us because they don't really understand what's happening and they finally recognize that they need help. 
refugees and newcomers and immigrants contribute to Canadian society. And this is what makes our society so rich and so diverse. And the fact that there's people living here from all over the world that have so much to give, that's something that's really valuable that makes Canada unique. I really enjoy and I'm really happy when I have clients come back who tell me I have my status here in Canada, I'm a citizen, I'm doing really well, I'm happy, I have a job, I'm doing something that I love. And that's one of the most rewarding things, giving somebody a voice. Like we had a lady who I've been working with and I remember when she first came to my office, she just couldn't find the words to express what had happened to her. She had suffered many losses and she had been harassed and her family had gone through many kidnappings. Horrific things had happened to her and her family. And she was able to get employment, but she still struggled with being able to talk about her past and her experiences. So at times she would feel very depressed and she would feel very anxious and she didn't really understand why. So it took us a long time to work through that. She told me, I only want to talk about what happened to me during my hearing. And then after that, I want to close the door and never talk about it again. I want to put it behind me. She was able to do that, but she found that after her refugee hearing, she was still struggling with these things. I provided ongoing counseling and she participated in a support group and gradually she got better. And during an event that's attended by 300 people, professionals in the field, it can seem a very intimidating experience to have to stand up in front of these people and tell your story. And in another language, because English wasn't her first language. And she went up in front of everybody and spoke about her experience and it was amazing. I was really proud of her and she was so happy that she was able to do that. For me, that's the most rewarding, seeing somebody get back on their feet. Just the resiliency and the perseverance that in general refugees are able to show and display, it's really inspiring to me. I believe a lot in education, so I do a lot of trainings for people who work in the settlement field who might encounter survivors of torture and war. So I'll go to different agencies and provide trainings on what it means to work with survivors of torture and war, what are some of the issues that they might be facing, how can we assist families and individuals who are in this situation. Sometimes it means advocacy work to change some of the laws, policy related to health, policy related to immigration around the education piece with survivors themselves about their rights here in Canada and how to exercise those rights. We work at a holistic level. We don't just focus on the individual. We focus on the family. We focus on the community, the barriers that keep people from being healthy and being happy. I guess it's advocating for people at all those levels. That's what being a social worker means to me. Because you are exposed to sometimes horrific experiences, things that you never thought somebody is capable of living through, it's very important to practice self-care. You have to have a really good support team to be able to talk about some of the things that you're dealing with. Taking holidays, taking time off when you need it, recognizing your own limits, having a supportive family environment, friends, just doing things that you love. We have this preconceived notion of what social work is, and it's very different once you get out on the field. The nice thing about social work is that it can be applied to so many different areas. <laughs> the skills that you learn are very valuable, and you can do community work, you can do one-on-one -on -one counseling, you can work with seniors, you can work with people with special needs, you can work with women, and at different levels, you can do policy work, research. So I would really say, yeah, be comfortable 
exploring different areas. It's amazing the different types of work that you can do with a social work degree. You get to hear amazing stories. You learn about different ways of doing things and ways of being and relating to others, different cultures, different traditions. It's really rewarding work. This is Charmaine Williams from the University of Toronto Factor in Wintage Faculty of Social Work. Thank you for listening to our podcast. In 2014, our school is celebrating 100 years of social work research, teaching, and community service. For more information about the faculty and our programs, we invite you to visit our website at www.socialwork.utoronto.ca.